Yow! What? Well, you're getting heavy. Yeah, you look like you put on five, ten pounds. What? Where's your bathroom scale? Oh my god! I've gained seven pounds! I told you. Oh my god, a couple, but seven pounds? How did I gain seven pounds? I don't get it. I've been doing the same exercises. I haven't been eating anything different. Wait a second. Wait a second. Maybe it's that yogurt. No, no, no. That's 100% fat-free yogurt. Well, how else could this have happened? Well, maybe it's the Oreos. I don't eat Oreos. You don't eat Oreos? The way you break them open, you're practically having sex with them. March 7th, 2021. Hello, friends. How wow. y'all doing? Well, what? What? Nothing. No, something. What? I was just thinking about Oreos. Yeah? Are they a sensual cookie? I don't know. Well, you have to twist if and then you there's want a lot of, them to open. There's a lot of licking. And there's cream. Never mind. Okay. You know what? Hi, I'm friends. sorry I thought about this. We'll start over. Hi, friends. <laughs> you know we're not starting over. <laughs> that would be far too professional. No, I didn't mean stopping the file and starting over. I meant let's start the obviously. discussion over. O obviously. Hi, friends. Hi. How you doing? How's everyone? Welcome to March again. March again. It's it's It was March a year ago. It's been March for a and year. And now it's March again. Yeah, but... We have vaccines now slowly rolling out. So hopefully in the next few months, you'll all be vaccinated and safer out there. We'll hope for the best for you. Yeah, I mean, we're not vaccinated yet, but... No, California does not have its act together in this regard. It is uh, kind of floundering with the rollouts, so... And it's highly populous. Highly. No way. Yeah, so time, more time, endless time, basically. Welcome to the pandemic. But you, we we hope you're good. We like you. You're nice. Yeah, or so we hope. I mean, we're just assuming. If I you're suppose. not nice, stop listening to this show right now. If you're not nice, get our out. sentiments do not extend just to you. Just get out right now. So. Okay, so only a couple bits of news. Little bits of news. Just a couple. Morsels. We, since the last twip, have launched another new unscripted show, Pulp Today, with David Avaloni, who is also co-host of Writer's Block, the last unscripted show we launched. Yes, this one's different, though. Right, usually the episodes are pretty short. He's just reading little excerpts from pulp novels, and sometimes he has special guests. Uh, we just launched it this past Monday. Yep. And uh, there's seven episodes up now, but the seventh one went up and he got like 20 minutes of reading from James Urbaniak, which is really cool. Yeah. And if you don't know who that is, look it up because it's kind of cool. It's very cool. And so he's reading from a bunch of all different kinds of pulp novels. And it's just a fun little thing that he started during the pandemic. Uh, he said he was inspired by Patrick Stewart reading the sonnets. And so he just did, you know, there were just little little bits of... Nice fiction to help you escape, right? Yeah, so it's like if you just want to hear someone read to you and it's nice and relaxing. And also, if you missed Patrick Stewart doing the sonnets, you should find those two because, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a pendant show. I only wish, but... <laughs> that would have been an amazing pendant show. But no. But anyway, uh, so those will come out every Monday. Mm -hmm. So you can look for those. You can find it at pendantaudio.com slash shows slash pulp today. 
or just from PendantAudio.com. You'll find it there listed with all the other shows. And it's, of course, on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and Google Podcasts and all those things. Yeah, we know where you're going for the most part. It's going to be there. You mean they know where they're going. Well, sure. And they'll find it there. They know and we know. So be sure you check that out. And, of course, check out uh, Writer's Block if you have not yet as well, since that's only been going for a month uh, on our shows. So do that as well. Good stuff for you. Yeah, a little extra stuff to entertain you. Right. And actually, this wasn't on my list, but there is a, another uh, scripted audio drama show that I'm not ready to talk about yet, but there have been early discussions that we're working on something with someone for that. So that's cool. So I just want you to think we were like abandoning the audio dramas we've been doing forever. Of course not. We'll do them. They're still coming and ones are still going and there's more and there's new ones and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know why you all are getting so, you know. <laughs> Accusatory? Like, where is your audio dramas? Well, right? they're still there and there's more come. Don't you forget it. So just calm down. Just calm down. Everything's fine. Everything's fine, everybody. Okay. Right. Okay, so then that last piece of news is, remember, talked about this a couple of times, how the Genesis Avalon and Dixie podcast got conflated in Google Podcasts and they were the same thing and then they switched them and they were still the same thing, but in the other direction. It's, I know this was incredibly boring. Please bear with us. You said that every time. You're so mean to <laughs> I me. I am not mean to you. You're so mean. I'm just so I'm giving a voice to the audience. Mean. Our suffering audience. So you're saying the audience is mean to me? No. Screw you guys. I'm just Screw saying you all. I know what they're probably thinking. Oh, right. <laughs> In any case, it's all being cleared up. It's all good now. So they all have those two shows. So, both are back to having yes. their own feeds on Google Podcast. You may find them there and all the episodes are available and it's all fine now. They're working fine. The shows are where you would expect the shows to be. Shouldn't have been a news thing. But Ideally. They couldn't get their act together. So <laughs> it was a news now. thing. It's fine. But that's it. That's, that's all, all we have. Okay. So that's all like that's all the news. We're gonna move on. Neat. Even though apparently the audience hates me. No. And you hate me. I didn't say any of that. Everybody hates me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. From Birmingham, England. Jolly old England. We have Kirsty Wolden on the hey. line. Hi, did I pronounce I, I forgot to ask if I'm pronouncing your name right before. Did I get it right? <laughs> um, it's Kirsty rhymes with Thirsty, and then uh -huh. it's Wolven. So okay. I think so. It sounded right. Okay. A lot of people will say Kirsty for some reason, but anyway. Yeah, because the I comes first. I think that's why. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I got it right. Yay! <laughs> How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing well. Excellent, excellent. And how is the zombie apocalypse treating you? Um, the zombie apocalypse is treating me all right. I I get to work from home fully all the time. Awesome. Um, I yeah, I just I, also I I don't have to drive. I used to have to drive like seventy miles a day, and I drive around three miles a week to the shop <laughs> instead. And it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. So I got a um, a lease on a car in January of last year, and I had it oh, set yeah. for a twelve thousand mile a year lease. And I was I, while I was negotiating and everything I was like, should I do ten and try and get the price down per month a little bit more? 
and eh, never know what's going to happen, you know, in the next three years and how much I'm going to do what I do. And all right, I'll go 12. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah the, main, the main thing for me is that I'm not spending a hundred pounds a month on fuel. Mm -hmm. And I've only, I've only got a little car as well. And mm -hmm. I, 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 I will spend 20 pounds every other month at the moment it's lovely i love it let's see 100 pounds oh yeah dang i forgot that we dollars 139 dollars yeah they're wondering and you said you're doing 20 pounds now yeah around to, so that'll probably be 30 ish i'm guessing 27 this is as of february 27th according to google for those who are <laughs> wanting to know and i'll try and do the conversions as i think of them as i hear them and you know <laughs> the, the the joys of international interviews yes we we are an international group here at um we have you and some others in in england um we've got people in uh korea mm. had one in japan um we're all over the u.s we're all over every we are everywhere <laughs> in pendant <laughs> <laughs> so um i have questions hopefully you have answers or you know as i say this is a very short and one-sided kind of thing or <laughs> or if craig drops out on us again this <laughs> we only may have one side of the recording oh, so dear. yeah we're hoping for the best with Craig today. <laughs> so this is, I'm, if I remember correctly, this is your first time in the hot seat. Yes, it is. It is my first time. Excellent. So let, let me start by asking, how did you get into voice acting? Um, I kind of have two different descriptions. So I'll go okay. with the one. That's probably the the more silly slash interesting. So perfect. <laughs> so um, as a kid, I was really into a book series called Warrior Cats, mm -hmm. um, and it's about like feral cats, um, and they all live in like different clans, and they have arguments and all of that. There's there's a lot of books. There's around a hundred, I think, at the moment. It's it's got a bit silly, to be completely honest. Wow. Um, but that's yeah. a lot for any. Yeah, yeah, they've. They have been writing, oh, dang, they've been writing for nearly 20 years at this point. Do they think um, they're Star Trek or something? <laughs> There's a lot of those books. Mm, yeah. Um, so, and then, like, I was a kid, I think it was around, like, 15, 16, and I was mm -hmm. seeing, like, Warrior Cats anim anim animation on YouTube. And I was like, I want to do that. And then I saw someone looking for um, people to audition. So I auditioned. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. And I took a break from when I went to uni and then started back as mm -hmm. an adult doing mostly um, audio drama stuff. Wow. So the interest came from a fantasy series? Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So if I can ask, is audio uh, drama and voice acting what you do professionally? Uh, it is not okay. what I do professionally. <laughs> um, no, I just... Some of us get to. I don't, but some of us do. I mean, I, I get 
paid sometimes, but it's more in the terms of I have a lot of beer money. <laughs> and I have to tell hey, the tax man, important. but mm -hmm. I don't have to tell the tax man too much. Okay. Hey, you know, additional beer money never hurt. No. <laughs> so how did you go from feral cats to pendant? <laughs> hey, that's, that was your term. <laughs> yep, that's, that's true. Um, so, like I mentioned, I, I took a break from doing voice acting um, during university mm -hmm. just because when you're in a new house with people that you don't know before, it is a bit awkward to re just record stuff. Um, so that's that's what I did. Uh, so I, I didn't do anything really during university. And then mm -hmm. I came back and um, audio drama can get produced much quicker than animations can. So that was sure. partly my reasoning for starting to audition for audio dramas. And I mm -hmm. think I saw a call for um the kingery on a facebook group okay um and i auditioned for that um and then i i got cast in in um as a one-off character so that was in that's in series 10 episode 3 is my first appearance in the kingery but not as cory okay um do you remember what that character was um she's just a bartender she she takes very good care of her gun ah yes <laughs> <laughs> right, well you know gun safety is important you need to take it, care of your gun. yep it is <laughs> so when the audition for uh cory came about was it cory that you were interested in was it Kingery, and you were like, I want to do it again, or you know, had that. What was the draw there? Um, I think it was just that I I really liked the the Kingery, um, mm -hmm. like because after my first role, I started like listening through from I think around season eight, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll give it a go. I wasn't expecting to get the role because I'd already been cast in the previous episode, so I was like, ah, mm -hmm. no, I won't get it, but I'll you know, I'll just do it for for giggles. And, mm -hmm. and and then I got the role again. <laughs> <laughs> and when did you start, Corey? Um, so it was the episode after the bartender. So from season okay. ten, episode four is her first appearance. Okay. So you um, play a character that is on uh, Hooks's uh, maintenance staff. Mm, yeah. And you have been kind of paired against or with um, Brady Hendrix's Jace quite mm. a bit. Yeah. How it? How did you expect it to be um, kind of a, a duo, or has that just kind of been the way it's been? And how? And how has that evolved for you? Um, I think. With both Corey and Jace, they were just meant to be one-off characters. So in that yeah. first episode, they are kind of written that, you know, they come as a pair. But um, I don't think it was planned necessarily that you would hear from them again. Uh -huh. um, and it's just, there's just little things in each script every time um, I, I get a new script. I'm just like, I just love, just love playing Corey even more. There's just, 
they just have like loads of bounce between each other and it's it's really fun just um getting them to do that um and i think there was one episode where jace mimics Corey's accent and i did actually send the file of me saying that line over to brady so he could like oh, cool. take the piss out of it more uh-huh <laughs> no that's great a, a lot of times i ask if um character if voice actors do stuff um with anybody else to do timing or to do um reactions and, and whatnot mm. and a lot of times actually the vast majority have said to, to me here on twip um mm. while they're sitting in the hot seat um that they they don't they just kind of do it and our esteemed directors uh, make it sound like they're they've been in the same room all the time every time yeah i mean it was just that one line that i sent over to mm-hmm. um brady so then he can he could mimic it um but apart from that um i do all of my recording all alone in my garage Um, I think also for for me as well, because I think I'm one of the few people um, from the UK is especially, um, I think quite a few pendant people are in the Pacific time zone, which is, I think, eight hours behind me. Yes. At least it is this week. Yeah, yeah, because you guys go forward before we do. That's that's just going to be confusing. Yeah, it's, yeah, daylight saving time is a mess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like it. It makes it. It makes sense when you're as north as the UK, but not always in like because the um, America's a big country. Yes. So and like, not everybody here does it. I'm just so glad that the UK is on one time zone. <laughs> <laughs> like like in winter, it will it will be pitch black by four in the evening, um, and then in summer, it, it the sun won't set until around like half 11 so you do get you do get quite a big sunlight difference um up here oh yeah yeah i'm sure it helps it helps with that daylight daylight savings yeah here um not every state subscribes to daylight saving time and not every city in every state does like certain parts of indiana which is on the northern part of the united states or at least the continental anyway um, there are some cities that don't do it in Indiana, but the rest of Indiana does. So, oh my god, that's just that's just too confusing. Mm-hmm. Or if you live and work near one of the lines, that can be that can mess with you too, and it can mess oh, with your phone. You have to commute. Right. Oh I, my word! I once was in uh, Chattanooga, and my hotel was in Eastern. My customer was in. Um, that's down oh that's that's not as south as i thought it was but i found it (laughs) (laughs) and to make matters worse when you're looking at your phone to see what time it is it depends on which cell tower you're hitting that's going to tell you what time it is oh that's interesting yeah Um, the hard way (laughs) yeah i know sometimes um because i um people from the uk can will will know this but um you probably don't um but i grew up on the on the south coast of england and um depend if if you went to like um a particular part of Dorset, um sometimes you'd get the text on your phone saying, Welcome to France. And it's like I'm in the UK, thank you. 
Um, so, so yeah, sometimes you'd have to be careful with your phone signal on the on the coast because oh, yeah. it would. I would well, think it, the GPS it, would be a wee bit more accurate than that, though. I mean, is is the GPS is fine? It's just the cell tower will sometimes be able to detect oh. the, the French signal from that far away. It's it's not. It's 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 about four hours on a ferry from from where I grew up. Um, Still, that's pretty far for a cell tower to hit. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's it's just like I have a dead cell tower over here because in my basement sometimes I have dead spots. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I I have no idea how it works, but I I do know that I've I've been walking along the Isle of Purbeck in Dorset, and I've got texts welcoming me to france i mean luckily the eu has kind of abolished um like roaming charges when you're within the eu and i think actually no i'm wrong the uk isn't part of that anymore because we're not part of the eu anymore but while we were um for about the two years they like abolished roaming charges so like it back then it didn't really matter i bet with the whole brexit stuff this is something that got overlooked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, it's just such a pain in the ass. Like all the shipping stuff, because they literally did the, um, the the deal was kind of agreed on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and we were going to leave the EU on the thirty first, like basically a week later. Um, so it's been like all the ports um and everything where everything gets imported into the uk have just got so messed up from it it's it's ridiculous it really is and it's it's just such a pain like i have to be like at my work i have to keep sending over like import forms which i didn't have to before because it was all within the eu and you don't have to pay tax when you're transferring stuff between eu states and all all of that but now we have to pay tax on everything so that's that's extra fun yeah so um i'm gonna swing this back a little bit (laughs) (laughs) sorry for the detour (laughs) (laughs) you know we are multifaceted here um at the hot seat so you know (laughs) yeah what um now that you've gotten to play Corey for a while now Mm. um what what do you like about her where where, and where do you want to see um if you could tell the writers hey do this develop her this way what what do you what do you want to see for your character i just Oh, it's a good question. I I just want to see her get into like just a, a ridiculous scrape with Bray with them, not Brace. Uh, <laughs> putting Bray together <laughs> that don't put together. Oh my word! This is what happens when the actor and the characters merge. Indeed, <laughs> at least with Kirsty and Cory, it doesn't matter because it's still going to be Cory either way. Right, <laughs> um, but um. Yeah, so I would really love her and Jace to get into like some sort of like ridiculous, crazy scrape. I think that would be um, quite. And do you want them on the same side of that, or the two of them against each other? Oh, putting them against each other would be quite interesting. I think. 
I think there's a potential for both of those. Mm. I think both of those are good. Yeah, I mean, in the, um, I think there were some mini episodes between season 10 and 11, and Mm -hmm. you did see there was a little bit of rivalry between the two in their mini episode. The the two of you have have played off each other uh, really well. Um, When I was looking stuff up earlier, I ran into um, the script with the whole um, chocolate thing Mm. (laughs) that you guys did. (laughs) comes from earth so how's anybody else making it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um i'm looking forward to hearing more of Corey and jace and jason Corey. and um let's see the last episode to air was the mage lock wedding so um if you have listened to that, you you know where we're headed. So hopefully you get to be involved in that. <laughs> um, and folks, if you haven't listened to it, you gotta you gotta listen, and you might want to have some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we were talking before about um, before we started recording about other stuff you're you're doing with us um, seminar. Yes. Um, that was that was just one episode. Um, I I think it was called Annie Seven Seven Seven, which is about um, someone um, I can't really remember because it was Ed getting on to a year ago now. Um, <laughs> but um, so it was basically about um, like a um, someone who live streams games on on a streaming platform, and mm-hmm. they were playing this particular game. And um, I was basically voice acting within the game. So I think I was like the, what's the word? Like the tutorial voiceover, I think. That's like the closest that I can can get to it. Um, So that wasn't too much of a a big role. um, Because it was, that one, that short was very uh, monologue heavy and was kind of carried by um, the other actress that was in that short. So do you uh, enjoy the the short form as opposed to the long series, or do you enjoy both? I I enjoy both. I like how with seminar it's something different every time, and like the like the the rules of the universe, as it were, um, are different every time. Um, but with Kingery, like it's it's been running a heck of a long time. I can mm-hmm. really irritate. The, the bridges by saying I was 10 when the first episode aired. So it's been <laughs> running for a long time. <laughs> um, and it's, um, you know, there's w- with having a show run for such a long time is um, then you, you can put um, like inside jokes in things like that. Um, like I think with the, uh, the most recent episode that's aired it, um it relates back to an episode from the third season yes where they talk about the heist yes <laughs> <laughs> arguably one of the best kingery episodes mm. of the yes. series um <laughs> yeah some truly epic lines and epic performances in that mm, yeah and if you haven't heard the heist episode, I strongly recommend going back. 
you won't be disappointed. So um, are we going to hear you in some more um, pendant shows? Uh, yes. So I uh, will be uh, playing the role of Helicanus in the upcoming Pendant Shakespeare, which I think is uh, Pericles, Prince of Tyre. And uh, we are just about to start getting recorded for the first episode. Awesome. Congratulations on the role. Thank you. <laughs> I've always had a hard time with Shakespeare. So mm. uh, kudos to you. <laughs> I I never un understood it in in school. It just I mean it, I mean English was never my my strong lesson anyway. I wasn't never good at English in in school. Yeah, that it wasn't one of my strengths. I managed to to you know make it along the way, but Shakespeare was always hard for me. Yeah, yeah. And we've got some new stuff coming soon-ish, hopefully. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll find out more about that stuff soon. Um, and we'll hear more of you. Yeah. Um, can, can we hear more of you uh, outside of Pepin? Uh, yes. So um, I do uh, quite a few uh, audio dramas uh, outside of Pendant. Um, probably... <laughs> One of my biggest roles to date is um, a podcast called uh, Y2K, which is by Karen Heimdall. And uh, I play uh, Olivia. And um, it's the story of um, two friends uh, set in 2000. And um, they are just, they're like leaving each other voicemails. So you hear the story mostly via the voicemails. And um how it's framed is that um, one of their daughters, Olivia, who I play, um, finds these um, voicemails 20 years later and decides to turn them into a podcast. So it's a podcast within a podcast. Yes, indeed. And or a this podcast was... within an audio drama. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was uh, weekly releases all throughout last year. Cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. Um, we'll just see if what else because there's a lot that I've been in that I can't I, I, I'm not very good at remembering stuff um, yeah, I'm just having a look here um, <laughs> so I've also been in uh, Sector Zero where I play a um, character called uh, uh, Ippomatia um, which was very interesting because when I auditioned, they asked if I could audition in a Mediterranean accent. So I did a French accent because I can speak French and France does have a Mediterranean coast. So I thought that was valid. They then... Judges? Uh, yep. <laughs> they then, when I was cast, they then asked if I could do a really bad American accent. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is a bit difficult. So I ended up putting um, some Canadian vowels in there, some American vowels, some British vowels. I think I also did some French stuff. And then I also incorporated one word from an, an accent local to where I live called the Yam Yam accent. I heard of that. 
Um, it might also be known as the Black Country accent. Um, but the word that I used was the word yow, which is you. Okay. Um, so that was that was very fun to record because there was just a lot of mishmashing going on. Can imagine. Um, and then um, I've been in Mission Rejected, where I played someone. So it was so it was set at a Renaissance fair. And the character I was playing was being Queen Elizabeth the First. If that makes, it sounds really confusing when I try and explain it, but it makes more sense if you listen to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be a lesson <laughs> for us. <laughs> um, when you're done here. When you're done here, go to Mission Rejected, and then it's season two, episode four, A Hard Day's Night. And I play Queen Elizabeth in that. And then I have uh, little roles in tunnels, in side questing, and also Windfall, amongst others. But those are the main ones that I can think of at the moment. Gives us some stuff to expand out to. Mm. So, can people find you on social media? They can indeed. They can find me at Kirsty Wolven on Twitter and Instagram, and that is spelled K-I-R-S-T-Y-W-O-O-L-V-E-N. And you are on the Pendant Discord? I am indeed, I am. Excellent. So you can come chat with me there. Cool. I have, I will. (laughs) And people can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash jordan.dotdlieb.5036. And before we go, bullet mm-hmm. questions. Okay. Ready? Yep. Favorite, <laughs> favorite Muppet? Um, I'm going to say Kermit because I don't really know the Muppets. Most Excellent of choice. And I can help you with that. Most of these answers, if they're like this, will probably end up being I only know one character, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh favorite Marvel superhero. Um ooh, that's that is a good one. I've been doing a, a little bit of I think I would say Thor solely because of the third Thor solely because of the third Thor film. Say that ten times real fast. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Giving equal time. Favorite DC superhero? Uh, Wonder Woman. Just because I think I wa- I can't remember which one it was, but it was where it was Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman, and I only found the Wonder Woman bits interesting. I'm I'm sorry, DC people. I'm I'm not really a fan. <laughs> there are a lot of DC people who would agree with you. <laughs> but I'm not going to open up that can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go with favorite Star Trek movie. Ooh, that is a very good one because I'm going to watch one of the original Star Trek films with my boyfriend later this evening. I don't know what it's going to be like. <laughs> um, 
I would probably say my favorite one. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's the one. So this is from the Next Generation um, era, mm-hmm. and it's the one where Data kind of goes a bit loopy in the beginning mm-hmm. when they like beam down to um, to like a, a planet and they're just observing everyone, but they're they're disguised while they're doing it and. Data goes a bit crazy, and then that triggers all the other events of, of the film. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know the name. Um, I think I know which one you're talking about, and the name escapes me. I'm a bad nerd. That is, and is that the one you're watching tonight? No, I don't know which one we're watching tonight. Actually. <laughs> okay. And favorite Star Wars movie? We'll do equal time as well. Oh, God. I, I've never seen Star Wars. Okay. I'm sorry. You and I are going to have to have a conversation after this is over. <laughs> Again, there is a 12-step program. <laughs> the, only, the only Star Wars stuff that I've seen is... Do you remember Toy Story 2? Yes. When they did all the Star Wars parody stuff. Yes. With Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk later. There, there's a whole... Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk later. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining and, and spending no taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Um, no us being five hours apart does make it a little more challenging. Mm. <laughs> um, but I do very much appreciate you taking the time. No problem. Thanks and for having me. My pleasure. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and um, we, will, we will kick this back to Tilly and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview is over. Okay, everyone remember Monday's Pulp Today will be coming out and Wednesday's Writer's Block will be coming out. Okay, got it? Good. Coming out Wednesday, March 10th, The Kingery, Season 11, Episode 4. Mr. Kellett. Wake up, Mr. Kellett. Oh, what the hell is... Look at me, Mr. Kellett. What? What's all this? There's words on my eyes. Where are my glasses? Excellent. Your heads-up display is working properly. Now, kindly focus on my face. Your... uh, Is that some kind of mask? Your new eyes seem to be working. My what? Hush now. I'm speaking to the others. Hello. I am called Mask. I represent the army of the evolved. I bring you good news, people of the Kingery. For centuries, the human race has refused to grow as a species. We still fear what we do not understand. We fled to the stars when we had rendered our whole planet essentially uninhabitable. Here we are, light years from Earth, and I am delivering this message to a casino. But all that is coming to an end. The evolved are coming for you. 
coming out Wednesday, March 24th, Mage and Machine, Season 2, Episode 4. Oh, thank goodness. Get in here. Uh, uh, hey, Plin. That's all you've got is, uh, hey? Sit down. I want to run a diagnostic. Are you okay, Mac? Did those creeps do anything to you? Get handsy or anything? Other than kicking my ass and locking me up, you mean? Right, but did they hack your systems or put anything in? Not that I noticed. Uh, Mostly they just stuffed me in a cell to rot. Let's get that shirt. (laughs) Uh, Not even a drink first? Oh, very funny, Triple Towers. Settle down. Well, she was right. That magical scribble is gone. All right, Mac. I'm just going to run a full scan and sweep. Make sure they didn't mess with anything. Plim. Mm-hmm? You kicked me out. You said I'd need a new mechanic. Yes, I said that. So why am I here? And uh, why are your hands on my uh, electricals? Because of what you said before you left, all right? For the first time in who knows how long, you actually gave a damn about someone besides yourself. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> okay, that's all we've got for March. Wow. We're done. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, what? No. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to read off anything anymore. Nobody likes me. Why should I? <laughs> okay, that is a Midwestern passive aggressive right there. I'm waiting for an apology. Okay. All right. And I'll keep waiting, apparently. Be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com. Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio. The Twitter feed at pendant web. Uh, we're on Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. You can find us on YouTube at pendant productions and drop by the website and click the link to join us on discord and have a little chat about some of our stuff or anything you like. We're just, we're friendly. We'll talk about whatever with you, you know, stuff and things, movies, TV, politics, shows, our shows, anybody's shows, your underwear. Maybe not that one. Don't talk about underwear. That's weird. We'll see you back here next month. It's just you some bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. I guess. Wow. Even though y'all hate me. No one hates Susan you. Susan said everyone hates me. I did not say that. That's what you said. I literally did not. Oh, it's what you said. Did you hear the long suffering sigh? You want to be sure you heard that. Long suffering sigh. You love it. Yeah. Are they a sensual cookie? I don't know. Well, you have to twist. If and then you there's a want lot of them to open. There's a lot of licking. And there's cream. Yeah, never mind. Okay.
The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. At the end of the show.